When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, and it is it's late. Late PHNX Coyotes after Coyotes dark. after dark. Woo! Good grief. And man, so disappointed I did not bring my pajamas. I know. Like legit. I know. As this kept going later Such and later, a going. Such opportunity. It's the last 8 p.m. game of the year. Maybe Friday night, 7 p.m. I know. Sean had a sleeping bag here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well. well <laughs> Well, the Coyotes were sleeping in the first period, but then it got a little better from there. You know, it's, 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 I hate to say it, but it's the same thing again. Like they, they, that, there were points in this game where this team was really good. Like really good. Like five, six, eight minute stretches where they had the puck, they were skating, they were driving the net. They were the better team, but it's just another one of those nights where they can't do it for 60 minutes. And tonight it was the first period. Yep. Exactly. Well, let's just start right off the bat um, tonight by the numbers because. All right, to it. Yeah, why not? Um, Coyotes <coughs> just severely outshot once again. Um, outshot fourteen to four in the first period. Outshot thirteen to nine in the second period, and you can see it there, thirty-five to nineteen overall. Um, outshot. But equal power play opportunities for both teams, and neither had success. And the faceoffs were pretty equal, and your side count was too many to count. Yeah, so there were a lot of sides. I don't so know if it was the many. clock. I don't know if it was. You sighed when you forgot your pajamas. Yeah. You sighed after the Coyotes, during the Coyotes' first period. Yeah. You sighed when it might have possibly been going to extra time, and we yep. realized we would have had to stay up even later. later. So, yep. anyway. So there was a lot of sighing going on. There for sure. But you talked on those numbers. You look at the shots. Even in the first period when it was predominantly L.A. pushing the pace and getting the shots on goal, it didn't feel at that point that it was Wedgie saving the day no, again. No, like just at the very end of that Yeah, period. but it felt fairly even. Yeah. The power plays? Oh, boy. That one in the third, when hit the post, Strollman makes an unbelievable diving leg block rolling over into the empty net. They thought they had that one. Like, that was the turning point. That power play, L.A. had three unbelievable chances. 
by the Coyotes killing that off is when the momentum swung just a little bit in their favor. And they didn't get a, their first shot in the third till halfway through the period. And then they then just it took was, off. It was an explosion. Yeah, they looked great. That last 10 minutes, they were skating, they were driving the net. That chance, uh, well, Phil Kessel and Galchenyuk just yeah. slowly dropped it in uh, on the net lane drive. Looked great. Um, there just wasn't enough. There just wasn't enough gas in the tank for 60 minutes. No, but I will say it was 2-2 until the very, kind of close to the very end. Um, so a 3-2 loss on national TV, it's not the worst. We want them to be competitive. Yeah. We've said this all year. Be competitive, yeah. be exciting. And I felt like they were. Overall. And they were. But overall. we you got to go think back to how long ago it was when we were sitting here talking about 7-1 and 8-2 and how miserable those games were. And now it's a one goal game with a goalie pulled and a six on four. Yeah, sign us up. Like, yes, we will watch this. And not only that, there were some really good plays and some really good players tonight. I, I thought Clayton Keller was outstanding for the entire game. Yeah. I thought he played both ends of the ice. He'd get a scoring chance at one end and he'd back check all the way back to the other end. He was defending, he was he, he had the puck on a string all night. He looked really good. It was another great game for him. Nick Schmaltz on his birthday, and you'll talk numbers with him. But Nick Schmaltz and Keller really are feeling it right now. And I tell you what holds them together is, is Travis Boyd, who's having his career year in the middle with those two. I'm worried about him. In what way? Trade deadline. Yeah. Like he's a piece. I was going to say, worried. He He looked good tonight, except for when he. Flicked the puck, flicked over, the puck the over the glass. I don't know. He obviously didn't mean to do that, but that was a little chaotic. But he is—he's been good. Yeah. Like offensively, he's been good. He defends. He can play with good players. He can play in the top six, bottom six. I—I I think when you talk about the trade deadline, and we've talked a lot about on this show, you, we always bring up you know Chikrin or Kessel. And look out for guys like Travis Boyd. And when you miss guys from that out of the lineup. Then you're having people play out of position again, and, and I'm really concerned about what happens after the trade deadline. So let's enjoy these guys while we have yeah. them, and an effort like tonight, I let's thought it's a good effort. Let's enjoy these close games while they're still here too, hopefully. <clears throat> um, but yeah, and talking more about individual efforts, uh, Barrett Hayton had that incredible breakaway chance in the well, kind of a breakaway in the second period. I felt like he started to yeah, find he's his coming legs right tonight. now. And I, after that injury, it takes you a while to get your legs going and you get your hands and get your timing back. So he gets credited with the goal that we gave to Erickson. Yes, yeah, the Erickson goal did. Erickson did not. <sighs> so I'm touch back it, to. So. I need another 19 for Erickson to get to his 20. He can do this. <laughs> you can do this, Louis. I think I think I said he would have like 14 or something. Yeah, well, I said he'd lead the team in goals, hey, so we got to pick it up. Still 31. There's a lot of time left. Games. You just got to get a little bit of a tear, <laughs> so we're okay. Come on, Louis, let's pick it up. But but Barrett Hayton today, I, I thought that was the best game since he's been back. I agree, and I think it's because his feet are moving. And we talk about skating. It when this team skates, they look better, and it was just they were fun to watch tonight, yeah. like for half of the game. Yeah. I will say it's unfortunate that this is now the third game in a row that the Coyotes have scored, and you think, oh, okay, and then the other team scores um, with under a minute in the period, or in from that yeah, time the Coyotes <coughs> Their score. inability the to answer. Time, the third game in a row. What? What? It, okay, so that's three in a row. So what do you do on Friday to make sure you don't make it four in a row? You have to have a better game plan after you score a goal. Now, you have to talk about it in the room. It's got to be tomorrow morning's meeting has to be 
what are we doing here? This is mm-hmm. three times. Like, so are we putting out the wrong line on the ice? Are we are we making the wrong game plan? What are we doing after we score a goal that we're not able to at least sustain some pressure for a little while? Yeah, at least for more than a minute. Yeah, like a minute would be nice. Let's Jeez. start with that. Yeah, yeah that, that is frustrating and that's hard. It just you just get up in a game where they they kind of been behind the eight ball up until they scored, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, they're ahead now. And, and literally the next face off and, it, and it's in your net. So that that is hard. Yeah. And it's a bummer because that goal in the second period by Keller from Schmaltz was a phenomenal goal. And it's one that we've seen already this week yeah. set up from Schmaltz, the player in front of the net. Last time it was Kraus. This time it was Keller. They're, you mentioned it already. They, they're just having amazing chemistry. And that was Keller's 21st goal of the season. He's just two away from tying his career high yeah, in goals, unreal. which is going to happen. We just said there's 31 games left. Um, like, hope, knock on wood, that he doesn't get injured. But yeah. it's probably going to happen. And he has a career-long uh goals in four straight games that's unreal he's playing so well right now and he's got confidence and he has confidence with the puck and more importantly he has confidence away from the puck and if you saw the tnt broadcast where rick tockett who had coached keller said what he did on that goal is he drove through the middle of the ice and what that means is he's at the red line and he drives towards the goalie which pulls all the defenders back and they weren't ready for it he blew by kopitar and that's how he got the pass keller's what has been his problem throughout his career is he likes to play on the perimeter. He doesn't want to get to the middle. He doesn't want to get to the net. He wants to play on the outside where there are less bodies, less traffic, and a lot more room for him to work. This year, he's been able to get to those areas, and that's why he's scoring goals. I, it's a different player. Like He is truly a different player right now. And I don't know. If you had said Clayton Keller's getting 20 this year, I probably would have said no. He is at 21 now with, what, 30 games to go? Just over, yeah. Boy, who knows? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's like been a good really on him. To see. It's been really, really great to see from him. And you hope that this is only the beginning of an upward trajectory for him going forward into this the post-rebuild era. Yeah, and can he carry this team through the post-rebuild? And that's that's the guy. And maybe at that, you know, this team doesn't have a captain, and I'm, I'm by no means am I giving Clayton Keller the C, but I'm just saying by the time they come through this, out the other end of the tunnel after they get through the ASU campus and they get to their main is Clayton Keller still leading this team you look at Andre Kopitar in LA like he he was a driver in the 2012 playoffs that's 10 years ago so there's no reason to think that Clayton Keller can't just continue to prove and build on his game and be the guy that does come out the other end of this so it, it is it's so encouraging to see because he does work so hard at it he's a hockey nerd like he he studies the game, he studies other players, he, he watches other teams, he wants to get better, he practices at these little skill moves. So it's really good to see him succeed. How about that um, clip on TNT tonight of Drew Doughty mic'd up asking Keller what his yeah. golf handicap is? Golf. <laughs> see, how casual is that at work? I know. How, you know, yeah, okay. I, lo- I love that. I the love intensity of that. the game. Sort of. Th- you must have heard stuff on the. Or were you on? The, like, I wasn't on the bench on the oh, for okay. warmups. I was, but no, yeah. not. No, just, I was in my I'm little tunnel. I'm always curious, like how much it's bad. That's a thing, like just the talk. It's just bad. The regular talk. It's vicious. Like, like it's how mean abusive. Are? Yeah. Well, do you think that's why Liam O'Brien got ejected or got? Well, a that was directed at the referee. But do you think that it was probably because of something he said? 
Because it didn't seem like he did anything. No, it's clearly what he said, but yeah. you can't say it to officially. Like you can say it to another player. Yeah. Like you can say whatever you, not whatever you want to, but the the, yeah. the, the conversations of some of the players and some of the players that we'll talk, I have a show on that in the summer when we have some off season. <laughs> some of the things like Nick Cousins, Nick Cousins was awful. Like awful. Really? The things he would say to the opposing players and would get them fired up to the point where there was one time that the player came to the Coyote locker room post game for things that were said. Like it was, it could get personal out there. So to hear someone, hey, you want to go golfing? You're like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? It's your handicap? <laughs> I, I guess it's great TV. Hey, it brings us entertainment. So exactly. What more can you ask for? Um, well, let's talk about Nick Schmaltz because not only did he assist on that Keller goal, and I thought he also stopped that the empty net goal from going in right at the end. He really showed effort um, there. He had a great night. He It's his birthday. It's his 26th birthday. Happy birthday, Nick Schmalz. I'm sure you're watching right now. Yeah, he is. Um, they go right from the, seriously, right from the ice. Oh, yeah. He's like on the trainer's table watching the show. Right hey, to YouTube. Um, he historically now, including this year, has five points total playing on his birthday in the NHL. So amazing for him. Remember that next year for DraftKings, That's by the way. true. That's very true. That is, wow, look at that. Next year's birthday. Um, and he has 16 points in his last 15 games, so we have a little birthday graphic. Blazing hot birthday boy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> clearly I did not come up with that title. We can thank the one and only Craig Morgan for that one. Eight goals and eight assists in his last 15 games. 16 points in 15 games. Which, considering how the season started for Nick Schmaltz, like this is what we've wanted to see this whole time, and it, I hope it only is the beginning. And he's a player that I'm, I've been hard on all season, and I've been saying that he's got to be more consistent, and he's got to put this string of points together and games together, and he's finally starting to do that. And watched a lot of film on him today, and it's not just offensively, and, and there's a lot of players that are offensive type players that if they get the puck, you'll get three hard strides and you'll see him make a move to the offensive zone. What Nick Schmaltz is doing is probably why he's having more success is he's putting the same effort on the defensive side of the puck to get back in the zone, to back check. So he's playing both sides of the puck, which is only going to help him get the puck more often, which gives you more offense, which gets you more points. Do you think, uh, I wonder if Schmaltz will slide to center after all the trades happen. I mean, he'll have to, right? <laughs> you know, it... it, it one of the reasons he was not in the middle was because of his wrist, because of the injury yeah. in his hands. So by that time, that's another month of healing. You'd think probably slides into the middle, but you just don't know who's coming. Like you don't yeah, know what's true. coming back this way. And if, if what's going on right now is any indication, it's probably not a lot of bodies. It's more picks. So you just <laughs> don't know. Yeah, a lot more. So I don't more know who's going to be in the middle. My I don't God. know. Or even if they acquire players, they're going to get stuck at the border like Nick Ritchie, <laughs> yeah. who was supposed to play tonight and still having immigration yeah. issues. So stay tuned for Nick Ritchie's debut. But actually, um, Craig is at the post-game press conferences right now, um, and he actually sent us some video. He did? Of Nick Schmaltz. How, this already? Yeah. See, all this stuff happens. I don't pay yeah, attention. So Literally don't pay attention here. We have the video ready. Yes. Key to your game getting going, but are there other things that are working? You're on quite a run here and now, point per game, I think, over a point per game over the last 15, 16 games. Uh, yeah, I think moving my feet's uh, a big thing. Um, I think me, our line has a lot of confidence with the puck. I think we were doing a really good job supporting each other, and 
especially me and Kells, we kind of know 40s going to be around that net. And then me and Kells kind of play off those like dot area in the offensive zone. And we know our releases when we get under pressure, kind of just rim it around the other side uh, to release the pressure and, um, you know, make our plays off of that. So um, it's been fun uh, getting getting things going with the, a line and staying with the line for an extended period of time. I think that really helps. And, um, you know, you got to stick with it. and. Um, you know, just keep keep playing uh, the same way. I asked Clayton the same thing, but why are you guys able to play so well off each other? I think we just think the game is similar. We we both have um, offensive instincts, and we know when to find holes, and we like to use each other to open up space, whether it's a little give-and-go touch pass to create a little space, or, um, you know, even in the neutral zone, just bumping, bumping it back to a speed. We got one guy kind of stretched to the neutral zone, the other guy's flying, kind of bump it back, and hit him with speed and then, um, you know, find the late guy or uh, make our plays in, in transition and um, just kind of find each other all over the ice. Last thing, happy birthday. Did you get to do anything to celebrate or is that coming later? Uh, nothing yet. I mean, I got my, my family in town, so that's nice to see them. Um, uh, obviously, we didn't get to do anything much today, but probably go out for dinner tomorrow. And, you know, it's always nice to have my sister and uh, parents in town this mm -hmm. week. So um, it's fun to see them. and. I'm just probably spend some time with them. Thanks, Nick. Look at that. Yeah. The, the, oh. yeah, the award for cinematography goes to Craig Morgan. You know what? Oh, wow. He He's was, a steady cam. He was holding the camera and the microphone. Oh, was he? At the same, like, two hands. So okay. that's a lot of holding your hand up. But we're a lot more excited than Nick Schmaltz was, I know. by the way. It's okay. He's, he I, just played a, a hockey game. He's but, tired. That's Nick Schmaltz. Like that's Nick Schmaltz every day. Really? That's Nick Schmaltz at eight in the morning. That's Nick Schmaltz at two o'clock in the morning after a bus trip. It's always like this. Yeah, everything's fine. Cool. Uh, how are you doing today, Nick? No, I, I'm. Yeah, it's a good day. That's funny. That's Nick. Like that. That's as excited as he gets. So happy I birthday, mean, I to guess, Nick Schmaltz. You know, you want someone who's steady. even keel, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially in a, a high pressure <laughs> game like hockey is. Well, we considered. Making Nick Schmaltz our DraftKings King of the Game, considering it's his birthday, and he had a point. But there was, I think, a more significant point scored tonight, and it was an assist on the now Barrett Hayton goal um, from, is it Vladislav? Vladislav, Kolyatonik, yes. his first career point. Um, he had an assist on the Hayton goal. And I think that probably felt good after kind of maybe being part of the reason L.A. scored the goal right before yeah. that. So he kind of had a little bit of a comeback moment and had an assist you know, on that goal. First career point for Kolyachonik. Congratulations. Getting Draft some ice Kings, time King of the game. <laughs> with uh, the trade of Ilya uh, Lebushkin. And so now it gives Kolyachonik a chance to play. And you're right in the second period. He comes around the net, turns the puck over, um, which gave L.A. Um, the goal. But you know what? He looked good tonight. I thought he skated well. I think I expect a little more physically from him. Um, he's twenty. Like he's yeah. he's a kid. Yeah. Like so, there's going to be some, you know, some anxious moments out there still, and there's going to be some turnovers, and there's going to be some indecision. Uh, I think if he gets an opportunity to play right now and get some more games under him, I'm expecting him. He, to fit in the way the rest of these guys have, the way J.J. Mosier has, the way Dyson Mayo has. I thought Dyson, Dyson Mayo tonight Mayo was outstanding. Dyson Mayo single-handedly saved a goal. He had his stick got on the puck on the on the on that rush. Yeah, he gets a stick in the lane. Like Dyson Mayo to me has been my biggest surprise for these young guys. He's a guy that I wouldn't have even had on this roster, and he's playing twenty minutes a game. Yeah, 
and significant minutes against good players. He's blocking shots every night. Like, and when I saw it, when he came up and he scored his first NHL goal and it was this great story, I thought, oh, that's great, but it's going to be one of those where it's like they come up and do that thing and then you just don't really hear from them again. But I'm very happy to be proven wrong on Dyson May. Yeah, I, I think he's a guy that they trust enough to put out in any defensive situation. I, I tell you what, the kid's an NHL player now. Yeah. Like he fits in, and he looks like he belongs, and he's definitely a part of this. And when you talk about JJ Mosier, I think he's getting those kind of minutes too. And Kolya Chonak now is getting those kind of minutes. And this is the things that you look for from the rebuild. So you've got three defensemen that are early twenties that are learning the game, you know, under fire. So where are they going to be three years from now? How much more experienced are they going to be? How good are they going to get along together as far as moving the puck and playing together on the ice? Like that's some positive stuff for this rebuild when you get that kind of play. And, you know, Soderstrom's injured right now down in Tucson. So is he another guy that can join those guys and be part of this young decor? Honestly, it's exciting because Jacob Chikrin, if he's here, Make him another one of those young defensemen. Like, yeah, three, four years from now, it's what? What did I miss? <laughs> I don't even want to get I, into I it. I literally can't see that far. It's okay. Like, Continue your put thoughts. The, they did that on there on purpose. But it's all these young <laughs> these young defensemen getting through the rebuild. That's exciting. Now, now you need some of those forwards to do the same thing. You've got Barrett Hayton play better tonight. Well, now he needs to do that the next three, four, five, ten games. He needs to get on the score sheet more often. He needs to get some consistency to his game. He needs to do better in the face-off circle. So you need those young forwards developing in the same way that we're seeing our the young defense for this Coyote team. For sure. But again, I think even though this was a loss tonight, I think there was a lot to be happy with. Um, also, some things to be upset with, but we spend most of our nights being upset with things, so we might as well just focus on the positives first. You know, I am trying to be positive. You, I you am. are. I've noticed I that am. about you. You've done a very good I job. I turned around. It was the last game. Kind of like, okay, I, I'm going to try Yeah, to it was a positive. win, but if you watched our post-game show, you would have thought it was a loss. Well, I just didn't like the third period. Okay. That's all. I, mean. I was a little picky. But th- this was a game. Oh, yeah, they were Connor in it until the end. I always forget about him because he's been out the whole season. Again, there's another guy Thank under 25 you, years old. So look at this decor of under 25-year-old defensemen. Like, this is a solid, not tomorrow. Like, I wouldn't put them all in the Stanley Cup finals against, you know, Colorado, Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. But three years from now, after they've played 150 games, eh, maybe. Yeah. Um, PD does a night like tonight show how good of a job our coaching staff has done developing these guys. It, it, it's, it is, and it, it's hard you got to go to the Tucson guys first and how they're developing and how they get them to learn to be to practice, to be a pro, how they come to the rink every day. That's where it starts. And then here, what's hard, what I, and I, I can't imagine what Andre Tierney is going through, is to keep teaching and learning and developing your game and your systems when you're losing, when yeah. you're in last. It's hard. So kudos to the coaching staff for keeping the atmosphere of learning and developing there when you're still losing games. And that's hard. But I think that that goes to where we talked about the first 20 games versus the last 20 games. First 20 games, they're getting their ass kicked. Mm -hmm. They're getting blown out. They weren't competitive and they weren't together. These last 20 games, they're in these games every night. And it's usually one period or a 10 minute span that, that causes the game to be the loss for this coyote team, but they're in it. So yeah, they're developing. Coyotes have won three times in February. (laughs) Just saying. Well, anyway. Is that good? Three times in February? <laughs> 2012, they went undefeated in February. Did you know that? Well. It was a record. Just saying. Well, 
you know, 10 years later, it's not looking I know. so great. But if you think the Coyotes can pull off one more win into February, um, you can bet on them to do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And the NBA is finally back after the All-Star break. So this week, new customers who sign up using the promo code PHNX can bet $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Existing DraftKings Sportsbook customers can bet on the NBA with same-game parlays. So you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. Super safe, secure, and reliable. So, so easy to use. You can bet on so many different sports. It's insane. So check it out if you haven't already. Um, and check out betting on hockey because if you give it a try. they been talking about hockey pretty much. Now that football's over, they talk about hockey almost daily on the page next show. Daily Bet Show, so check that out Monday to Friday at noon. Sean is often on and that And he got show. a bet right in hockey, by the way. Did, did he? I think so. Sean, did Sean, you? Sean, did you? Get <laughs> uh, not today, but yesterday. yesterday. I went three for three on the on bets. <clears throat> Two okay. college basketball picks, and I also picked the Blues three-way money line, and they, they covered that. So that. I was... Put, kind of putting the bet show on oh my, my back. Gosh. They grow up so fast. Calling, but I'm going to just finish this really quick. Um, promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Bet a dollar on any NBA team. Got 150 in free bets. If they win, that's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. It is time for the elevator. Every time. It gets me every time. It never gets old. Oh, my God. There, oh, there he is. <laughs> there he that? is. Wow. Craig. Visual effects provided by. Craig S. Morgan. You at this point, guys. It's 11.15. Craig, you did not think this through very well. What time is practice tomorrow? Uh, it's in about 12 hours, Petey. Yeah. So see, where are you sleeping? Section 202 yeah, or Yeah, section what? 202. <laughs> Thinking about it. You, you know, uh, what's the most comfortable place in the arena? Yeah, I might I have slept there. In, uh, J- I could sleep on Jason Rudy's cot, right? Yeah, there's, there, yeah, there, there. Jason Rudy will, yeah, plenty of nights he slept there. There's Man. plenty of place. Craig, I, I can't decide good night, bad night. Well, the Montreal Canadiens did win, and I'm sure you guys have already discussed We it, didn't. So. We, we saved didn't. it for you. Oh, guess who's at the top of the tankathon standings again? The top of the bottom. The top of the bottom. Right. This was the goal. The highest percentage possible, right? So they're there. Montreal's won four straight games. The wow. Coyotes have only won two straight games twice this season. And, and they're winning like like it was four nothing today. They like they pumped Toronto. Like they're they're putting Listen, points on the board. I'm here for the yeah. Montreal resurgence. The heck like, let's yeah. go. We're talking playoffs. Are we playoffs? <laughs> Another Stanley <laughs> Cup run. Let's go. Uh, I don't know about playoffs. Just get out of the cellar. So you're right. The tankathon is officially so, on, so yes, Craig. That's a win. And it was a good game, and they played right till the final seconds. So it's a win tonight. Not a win in the win column, but a win in the morale column. Yeah, just a bad bounce there. You kind of felt like the game was going to turn on one of those late in the third period or in overtime. So I guess in the long run, yeah, not getting two points, but being competitive in this game is a good thing. Somebody's got to light a fire under Seattle, though, because they are really creeping into this race. Oh, no. We got to keep an eye on them. I'm scared. Where are they in the yep. standings? Let's see. Yeah, they're, I think there's six points. 36 points. Yeah, six points ahead of the Coyotes. But, but the Coyotes have a couple games in hand on them, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Three. Three. Ooh, that's Dang, six points coyotes. if you do the math. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, so Seattle's dropping right down. Oh, boy. Right, well, we've we'll we got a lot, of, a lot of hockey left for that. We yeah. won't worry about it tonight. Tonight, we're in yeah. last. Um, That's Craig, right. thanks for your video. We watched yes. the Schmaltz video. It's a little shaky there. I had to hold a microphone at the same time. It's all good. It was great stuff. And I just <laughs> yeah, think it's, we were just saying how, like, he just is so even. You're like, oh, happy birthday. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> we were a little more excited yeah. than Nick Schmaltz was. Yeah. But, Craig, that was great, by the way. And and you know what? We need to put that in the – we need to do that again column, that sending the video. <laughs> if it's something that's that's doable for you, it was great. For, it was great. Yeah. It was sure. good to hear from Nick. Takes away uh, two minutes where you guys have to talk and work, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's literally what I was thinking. <laughs> Busted. Stevie almost wore his pajamas tonight. Yeah, I, I would have. I'm so mad I forgot. It's the last eight o'clock game, Craig. And I know you're farther away from home than we are right now. So when we're done, we'll, we'll beat you home. But boy, is this late. This is late. And oh. I'm so glad this is the last of the eight o'clock games. Me too, buddy. We should have matinees the rest of the season. This is exhausting. Well, we have a couple coming up. Yeah, a so. couple of matinees coming up. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, Craig, while you're here, a very important question that I Pete doesn't know about either. Um, who wore it best? Let's pull this up, Sean. Um, who wore it best, Petey or <laughs> Biz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, Petey, I, I got to tell you, I, I texted the photo to Biz. Yeah, and he has, he has a little bit of envy. He said, "Actually, that one looks really comfortable." <laughs> it's a lot lighter than the heavy one he has, for sure. Yeah, I would like yeah. to argue with that. I'm wearing it better than boy both of them. Craig. No, you've seen the picture. Wait, does Sean have this on right now? He does. Can you add your? Uh, there he is. There we go. <laughs> now, Craig, you know me, and you've known me for years. Do you think the hat, the coyote hat, pelt? And the pink glasses was my idea. Do you think I'm sitting there going, yes, yes, please, let's put this out on the internet? No. What a great and idea. Your, your face said it all, actually. Yeah, your face I wish saying, you, I please look at my face when you're looking at that I picture. I took the photo and he said, did I look grumpy enough? And I was like, you don't even have to try. <laughs> yeah, to I don't have to try. <laughs> now, how did they talk you into it? He said yes right away. Oh, I said yes. <laughs> He's I a said, team said, player. Yeah, team player. But I tell you what, when you talk about TNT and you talk about Paul Bissonnette, he is all in on the Arizona Coyotes. He's howling. He's got the hat on. He was with this team right till the end, said they're going to win. Like, I tell you what, if they're going to be on national TV, they played well on TNT both times, and Paul Bissonnette is all in on the Kachina Black Coyotes. The pitch for Kachina. The pitch. Yeah. We got to get the pitchfork Kachina going for next year. We, we do. We got to create some kind of logo of our own to yes. combine the two. We should. For, for whatever sure. they're going to put at center ice in that arena. I know, right? <laughs> I feel oh so my. bad for him right now. Like, literally, you're in last guy in the building. Like, everybody's gone now. All right, Craig. Players are gone. Final, final I, thoughts. I really so, think I am. Final yeah. thoughts so we can about, let you go home. Did you talk about Nick Schmaltz's streak? We did. We did. Yeah, got a good graphic. Petey, what do you see? I, I, he says moving his feet is the key, and we know the guy has speed through the neutral zone, but it's got to be more than that. He's playing well with Clayton Keller, first of all. What are you seeing from his game right now? No, it is, and, and it, to simplify it, Craig, it literally is his feet are moving because one of his habits is he coasts, and he lets the, the game 
pass him by while he's standing still. When his feet are moving, he's a tall, long-legged body, and when he skates, he can fly. He just doesn't do it enough. And now you're seeing it consistently on both ends of the ice with his feet moving. And when his feet's moving, he gets ahead of the play instead of behind the play. And it's not just offensively, it's defensively, too. Absolutely has some chemistry with Keller. There's no question that the two, they get along on and off the ice. They're friends. They, they know where each other are, and you can start to really sense that. That is a part of it, but really he's upped his game. And, and you talk about both of them. Keller's taking his another level, and Schmaltz is finally starting to get where he should be. Like This is the Nick Schmaltz that they expected when they got him in the trade from Chicago. They expected to be an offensive leader on this team. So it's great that he's finally getting there. Now can he continue that? And hopefully, if Boyd doesn't survive the trade deadline, that they find some way to add a new piece to that duo and keep them rolling till the end of the season. Can you imagine what they would look like with a... I mean, listen, Travis Boyd has had a, a terrific season. He's he's probably earned a spot in the NHL. But imagine what those two players would look like with a legitimate top six center yeah. between them. No, you're right. And, and somebody else to distribute the puck to and get the puck to Bedard. them. With some, but how about Austin Matthews? Can he play there? Does, no. um, future considerations from future the Toronto consider- Maple Leafs. Maybe, just saying. Maybe that was Austin Matthews. Just Is he saying. the future? No. Austin Matthews for Carter Hutton. They were very vague. They were very I think vague. That's a one for one trade, if I've ever heard very, of Very, very vague. Uh-huh. Little Bob McKenzie there. The trade is one for one. We, and we haven't talked about Carter Hutton at all, Craig. Just do you have any thoughts? And I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just any initial thoughts, or have you talked to Carter and how his spirits are, or where he is physically at today? No, not yet. But I was told that this trade was separate from the Dzingel Labushkin trade. I still wonder: was there some sort of handshake agreement that they would take Carter Hutton? You know, after they waived him. Uh, I don't. What what does Toronto have? What can, what could they possibly have to do with with Carter Hutton? How can they use him in any way? He's like this extra 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 goalie who isn't even ready to play yet. There's two two months left in the season. He hasn't been very good. Why in the world would Toronto make this move? Yeah, it's it's no strictly idea. a money deal, right? It has to be a money deal for the remainder of well, the, the year. For the Coyotes, yeah, but like, why? Why would Toronto do it? I have to believe there was some sort of handshake. Yeah, but with the as part of the prior deal, as part of the deal with Richie Dzingel, Libushkin, and the draft pick, that yeah. this was a piece of it that they couldn't get done. Whether it was the agent, the player, or something on paper, they couldn't get it done or a part of that deal. But the money to make the Richie deal work, that that money just was included as part of that. Because you're right, Carter Hutton. Do not expect Carter Hutton to be a net for the Toronto Maple Leafs in their playoff push this year just he's he's not gonna be there yeah he's not gonna go play for the marlies they've got a goaltender there in their american league carter hutton's will not be a toronto maple leaf this year yeah that's my understanding was they signed off on the deal with the understanding that they wouldn't move him away from his family here in arizona it's two months left again in the season and i know some people are saying well toronto could decide to assign him to the marlies I don't think that's going to happen. And if they try and do it, I don't think Carter Hutton's going to go. Yeah, I, I just, I, I honestly, it's, it's been, I feel so bad for Carter Hutton on the way this season all unfolded for him. This is not what he was expecting from the day he signed here to where we are today is not the path he had hoped this would take. And he's a good person. He, he worked hard to get into 
the position he was at to play for the Coyotes. It's just really unfortunate the way this season unfolded for him. So we, from our show, we wish him yeah, the best absolutely. and hope it works out for him. Yeah, we absolutely. Have, I hope he gets back just for a couple games, right? We have pizza wine in the fridge that we have to drink in his honor. We will. When we're all three of us. Next time yeah, the three of us, right. we'll, we'll have some pizza and, wine. And Craig, I really you know, do. It, what sorry, go that? ahead. Oh, no, you say <clears throat> your thought because mine was going to be a. Subject his uh, his business partner told me he's coming in town um, really soon. He's he's planning on booking us up. So oh, just okay, saying. I like wow. that. I like the sound of that. Um, Craig, I really do want to let you go because it's super late. But Nick Ritchie was all signs pointed to him playing tonight, and then all then he wasn't because immigration issues. Still, is he looking okay for Friday? Where are we with with? That? <laughs> I don't know. His, they thought he was going to play. I mean, the Coyotes told me he was going to play today. They tweeted his jersey. They thought, yeah, they thought his visa paperwork was coming today, and then it didn't come. And I, I don't know if President's Day messed this up, but mm. it's kind of family weird, so day in I Canada. Guess, so holiday we'll there, too. It. Yeah, really? there you go. Yeah, family. Well, we'll have to wait for his debut either Friday, ho- Friday or Sunday. Yeah, I hope it's soon because I, I really want to see how he fits in with this group. And this is going to be an evolving roster over this next next thirty games. Yeah. Like a, people in and out, up and down, off to different teams. This is going to be an interesting time for this this organization to see who's playing with who and who's on the ice from day to day. So feel sorry for the play by play guys because this could get tough <laughs> for the next few months. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, Craig. Well, you get home safe and try and sleep as much as you possibly can. I was going to say, Craig, how the hell are you going to stay awake when we have to drive back from Tucson? Like this, we'll, we won't even be done not, down there. He's not driving back. I know. Not, buddy. I'm staying down there. Yeah. Staying overnight. Like we won't even have left Tucson at this point on Saturday. We'll still I be even there. Offered you guys. I even offered you guys. I know. Stay down there. And but, yeah, but I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep. So I'll be sitting there at two in the morning, going, "Why in the hell didn't I drive home?" That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I so, definitely don't want to share an Airbnb with you then. Well, can you imagine <laughs> how fun that would be? That's that's the odd couple. That you bouncing off the walls, yeah. Yeah, oh, that'll be a Lord. whole lot of fun. I've got to go, uh, go hit up the bars in Tucson, <laughs> dirt bags. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Craig. All right, Craig. All right, guys. Drive safe. See ya. Bye. Um, yes, yeah, so we mentioned Tucson. Yes. And we will be there on Saturday. Do we have a graphic? We do yeah. have a graphic, and it's phenomenal. Shout out Arnold for this one. That's a great graphic. PHNX heads south to visit the Tucson Roadrunner Saturday, February 26th. You can catch Petey and I at the Donut, donut Stand. stand. Uh, we will probably be there a good chunk of that Yeah, it, People might think we're kidding. I am 100% serious. That is what I'm looking forward to the most. Is the donut uh, stand? Me too. They're like I state fair like donuts, the mini hot ones with different sprinkles, different um, glazes you can get on it. Absolutely phenomenal. And I will say this: to donut hot mini donut aficionados, l- worth the drive. Well, you heard him. Worth and the drive. Not just that, but if you also make the drive, you can see a ton of Arizona Coyotes prospects. AHL <laughs> hockey is great hockey. It is. And we're really great excited atmosphere. to go. We're going to, um, if you're at that game, we'll just be walking around trying to talk to fans. Um, do it. We're going to do a live post game show. We're going to talk to coaches, players, president of the team. Tons of fun stuff planned in Tucson. So if you're living in the Phoenix area, there's no Coyotes game Saturday, consider making the trip down the I 10. Um, cause we will be there. It's going to be super fun. And if you live in Tucson, we're coming. Get Are you going to talk to the cowbell people? I would love to. The cowbell people by the visiting goalie in that corner. Yeah. We sh- we will be talking. Charles had, the, Charles had it. That Did Jones. you see his sitcom idea? Oh, us in an Airbnb. Craig and Petey in an Airbnb. That is a sitcom. 
Like that's the show. That really. Would that's be like it. what Seinfeld pitched a show where they said that's the show. That's the show. That would be it. Craig and Petey in Airbnb. Incredible. That's the show. We might. Oh, we might have geez. to film that in the off season just oh, for fun. Actually, it's not a bad idea. Man, and Charles, yes, I will have a donut for you. I'll have a donut for everyone in the chat. Right donut. Now. I'm buying. By the way, I I already told Leah I got man. her donuts. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, and we've man. talked, I've talked to the coaches already. They're excited to have us down. They're going to get a chance. Hopefully we get a chat, chat with them before and after the game. Um, I'm excited to see some of these players that we've talked about all season long. Matias Michelli. I can't wait to see him play. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see who's on the lineup. Jan Yannick, who's, who's uh, back down in Tucson. I'm excited to see him. And yep. uh, in, in, in a nice, intimate atmosphere in a great building. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, lots not, of good. Not the drive home, though. No. Not excited about uh, that. Lots of good stuff coming, and more stuff always on gophnx.com. All of Craig's stories. Craig kind of broke down that Carter Hutton deal that was slightly odd, <laughs> so you can check that out at gophnx.com. And I know he has um, some really interesting interviews coming up, even when we go to Tucson this weekend. Um, I won't spoil it because i'll let him tell you about it but it's stuff that you're going to want to read so be sure to become a member at gophnx.com you can sign up for a year membership get a shirt when you do pd's wearing i think one That's of the my best favorite. ones yeah it's yeah, one it's of the best favorite. ones um right now so check out the phnx merchandise locker as well there's members deals on merchandise every week you can join our members only discord we were all chatting in there earlier and also just something that happens in our discord a lot just here's like an extra plug is there's a lot of season ticket holders who will say hey who wants my tickets tonight for free yeah like that happens every every week it happens often. so it's a really great community it's a family um so become a member all right well to wrap things up before you do okay. did you get your text which text the most recent text from craig s morgan the coyotes canceled practice tomorrow tomorrow yep. i almost just sounded so, so craig so now craig tomorrow oh my God. So, so craig does not have so everybody can stop worrying about craig does not have to drive from gilbert and gilbert back to glendale tomorrow they have they have the day off tomorrow so wow. he can sleep in Look thank goodness i was so worried man also love for sean in the chat saying sean during the asu drama there is i, I a appreciate lot. you bees there is a lot of ASU drama. Oh, and sorry for sending you setting you up for slander during the PHNX Hunger Games. How about PD getting absolutely bees, dragged? Uh, bees, like, like <laughs> and they. If you haven't heard the PHNX Sports Show today, they had the Hunger Games was it their was episode. a really funny show. It was a good episode. So Great show. Listener watch. But Michaela Perkins, not so <laughs> sure her take on me. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Like, I'm a little bit grumpy. I'll give you that. I swear I can give you that. But she, I think the term serial killer came up. <laughs> like, one of those guys, like, oh, he was such a quiet guy. But then everybody else goes, yeah, I see it. Everybody on the panel, yeah, I see it. I haven't it. had a chance to watch this yet. What is the, was I slandered? Um. So B said, where do Totri and Sean fit in all of this? And then you guys were slandered. You should just listen. I'm, your, I'm, I plan on it. I just haven't had time listen, yet. Yes. And that's the other thing we're talking about. Everyone listen to that on your drive. I'm serious. To work. On PHNX, we talk about this. If you're watching this show, like, you're already subscribing to the channel. Listen to one of the other shows. Like, honestly, like, uh, well, when I drive home tonight, I will listen to another show. That PHNX show today was really funny. I don't know anything about soccer. But I like listening to the Rising guys because I just like the way listening to them, the way they talk, the way they get along. Owen also has a fantastic accent. Unbelievable. (laughs) The ASU show literally is off the rails from the time they turned it on now. (laughs) 
Those three guys are... Laugh out loud funny. And I'm not... I, this isn't an ad. I'm a U of A grad. I love the ASU show. This is not an ad. This is real. Like, if put it on <laughs> when you're in your ad. car. Put it on when you're in the car. The PHNX shows, they're funny. They're good. And turns out they talk about sports, too. <laughs> just saying. I just want to throw out there, back to the Hunger Games thing, because my feelings are a little hurt. Um, <laughs> you hurt I'm yet. probably the fastest person in this office, and I'd be willing to bet that. So I think I have a right to be in the Hunger Games. Um, but... <laughs> Like Petey said, the content is amazing. Was that literally, was that like a third grade at the <laughs> playground? I'm faster than you. Like, really? Speed is an asset in the Hunger Games, Petey. What, what are the chances he and I are going to be racing down Earl here in about Hold 15 on. minutes? Sean, you know a, I'll said? race you and B, in the Hunger Games, you know, like the start, you got to run to the Capricorn thing or whatever it's called. The, no, I don't and, know the and, rules. And get, the, get the weapons. <laughs> like, I know that, like, I know the rules of the Hunger Games. <laughs> I will, I will race you. Cornucopia. I, I will race you. Oh, my God. We, he sounds like stepbrothers. Oh I will gosh. race you. Where's Diefenlock? Like, the Diefenlock, that's the race I want to see. completely lost the, it. the Shane and Sean battle. I'm sorry. Like, can they do where you do the erasers, like a gym class? Do you guys have to do that? The shuttle run? <laughs> Grabbing erasers? No, that's back way too. People here did that, the shuttle run with the erasers. No idea. Nothing? No. Nothing? PD, I feel like we have to race for content now. <laughs> Yeah, we will. We'll set it up. My God, we'll set it up. Oh Lord. Okay, let's way wrap. past let's our bed. Is it midnight yet? Up. No, it's not midnight. <laughs> I'm stuck on the cap. We did talk hockey tonight. Vegas, didn't we? Vegas Friday. What do you expect? The Vegas Golden Knights. Um, it's a team that's interesting right now, and we'll talk hockey for one more minute. The Vegas Golden Knights are a better hockey team than the Arizona Coyotes. This is a team that that most thought would win the Pacific running away. It's not happening. They thought Edmonton would be there battling with them. That's not happening. Calgary Flames are a better team. Vegas has got goaltending issues right now. Laner's been hurt. Eichel's in the lineup. They've got some of their better players, star players, out of the lineup. They haven't found a way to put it all together. Let's hope they don't put it all together on Friday. Yeah. Or because if they do, they they're do, good. And the Coyotes stay at the bottom. Yeah. I, I'd so like it's to see like a win-win-win loss. Win, it's a win-win. This is a really good hockey team. Yeah. They're incredibly fast. They're great off transition. It's one thing that we talk about transition. What does that mean? The Coyotes can't turn the puck over at either blue line because at either blue line, that's how you generate your speed. So look for that on Friday night. Don't turn the puck over at the blue lines against the Vegas Golden yep. Knights. It's Vegas, a good hockey team. They're 5-3-2 in their last 10, and they're 15-7-1 on the road. So a pretty good road team coming into Gila River Arena on Friday. We'll be back for that post-game show um, live on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. And then Tucson Saturday, so follow at PHNX underscore Coyotes and PHNX Sports on Instagram on Saturday for all of the content from Tucson. We'll also be going live on the YouTube channel then. And then tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast, audio episode around the NHL, also um, talking a little bit more in depth about Vegas. We're going to have a special guest on to kind of dive into what's been going on there this season, a little bit about Jack Eichel, the goaltending situation. So should be a good one tomorrow. Please like, subscribe, review, rate, wherever you get your podcasts. It's super, super helpful to us. Follow at PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. Petey, are you warming up for your TikTok dance? Uh, because yeah. we're getting close yeah. to 3,000 Twitter followers. That was me holding my breath for that one. We'll see. Please, we need to see this happen. Yeah. Um, all right, I think that's it. Let's. That's it we need me. to go to bed. I think, I think we talked about just Checked about all everything. The boxes. Um, we will see everyone live again Friday. And um, until then, have a great rest of your week, everyone.